0: All right, we are live, buddy. We are here. We're live, we're, dude. We are live. What's up, man? Oh man, it has been a week. It yeah. has been a week. How are you uh, feeling? Uh I'm feeling like I got ran over by a bus. Uh yeah. and listeners out there, I finally got the COVID. It was a matter of time. So uh got the vid? Yeah, I got the vid, dude. It it did not like me. I thought I was gonna die. I'm a baby when I uh am sick, so my wife will probably tell you anybody that. Uh, I'm a huge baby, but, um, yeah, I thought I was getting a sinus infection, went in to get some meds and he's like, yeah, you've got COVID. I'm like, "Oh crap. Damn. That's
1: crazy, dude. Yes. I I see. That's the thing. I don't get sick very often, but when I do get sick, it puts me out hundred percent. I don't know what it is. It's like that, that Mexican immune system kicks in for most of the year, but you know, maybe once or twice a year, no, it's not going to happen. You're down for the
0: count. Oh man. And this is like, it's like a mixture, like, and it hits everybody differently. It hit my wife differently than me, but I had the chills I had, but without a fever, I had the shakes I had tragic uh, sinus congestion i had a uh, a headache where i thought my brain was splitting into two um like <laughs> and then all this then you're like we're, we're take. my wife got it too and we're having to take care of kids too so yeah, that's what you i know. say yeah you're like yeah I'm, uh... I'm a baby
1: just by myself i can't imagine two little mini-me's running around uh-huh. the household especially knowing me because i'm super mischievous when i was a yeah. kid i was a troublemaker so yeah fucking, i can't imagine
0: yeah it was hard but i get to go back to like the real uh life on monday we'll i'll get back to go to going to school and so will my son and uh we'll take it from there man so you're, you're on the back end of things that's good brother that's yeah good. i'm on like day seven of being quarantined for 10 days or something like that so almost there almost there well getting the itch i'm getting, listen, the, itch. Gotta, I'm getting um, the itch man i'm getting the itch i need, I need to get outside oh, really? a little bit oh man yeah. it, i i don't like being stuck in a house for this long it's Crazy.
1: will come out to a game, dude. I've
0: I'm going to. I, I'm going to Dixie State, buddy. I'm going to Dixie State. Are you State. really? Yes. Are you really? Okay, I'm, taking, I'm taking my Sunday's first game. So we will be up there uh, for Dixie State. So,
1: you know, obviously I didn't have the fortune of, of growing up here. So it was yeah. one of the things that once I got here, then I started to understand how big montana is to locals here so do you remember your first grizz game or like what's your earliest memory of it
0: well my earliest memory of grizz football is just watching with my my grandfather on saturdays you know since i was you know four or five years old um so you know my first game um you know I, i didn't have a first game until i was probably in high school you know, I watched watched them all, but never went to them until I was in high school. And then um, college, you know, I went to Montana State University Billings. We didn't have really a football team. So my one of my best friends and I would constantly go up for road trips and, and go to games and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, and but, yeah. so
1: I, I bet those are some of the best times, dude, oh, Just oh, those road trips. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: The Some of the best memories, uh, funniest getting pulled over in bozeman mm-hmm. uh sounds about right oh yeah, uh, right. yeah yeah it was it was <laughs> my buddy was like we should offer him a donut i'm like yeah no i'm i no i want to get to the game i don't want to get arrested
1: right. yeah no <laughs> so, dude. So i think i at this stage in my life where you know a lot of uh, not necessarily reflection but i'm sitting here trying to realize okay what are some of the members so i've been doing like a lot of journaling you know, oh, nice. just to hopefully just to really kind of look back on it in 10 plus years and go back to those journals and be like, damn, what a time in my life. Yeah. You know, that's one thing that I that I wish I would have done while I was playing football, because it was such a high and low of emotions kind oh, of yeah. spread out throughout my career. That I was like, man, I wish I would have been there to a little bit better record those feelings, you know, the good times along with the bad times and kind of make an
0: accumulation of it, you know. That would be really cool if anyone yeah. out there is is doing that for the Grizz. That that would be that would be super cool if you they would want to publish that because I, I I would love to see like the inside of you? oh man that would be really cool you know because oh, yeah. I I just I can't imagine the ups and the downs and and just the things that you, your body and your mental just your mentality of of your brain just going through that so be
1: interesting mm-hmm. to read. Oh, super, super interesting. Well, kind of transitioning along, we got a we got a pretty fun episode today. We're going to do yes. a Cal Poly recap, um, followed by kind of an Eastern Washington preview. As many of you know, we have a huge, huge game this week. Yes. Uh, but kind of one of the things that we want to start doing is that we want to give credit where credit's due. We want to kind of spread out that love because yep. that's what we want to do with this podcast. So we're going to do probably every single episode, we're going to try to do some type of Grizz updates you know, just kind of give you a quick little run around of what's kind of going on with the university or around the university. So kind of starting off the bat, man,
0: Grizz basketball, dude, is back, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. my, yeah, my That's yeah. my first love, buddy. My first love is basketball. So uh, when I start seeing, you know, pitter patter of feet and, and balls bouncing on the floor, My, my, my heart skips a beat a little bit. Oh man. I love me some basketball. I could watch basketball all day. Mm. Um, I I don't know how you feel about this team, but I feel like this team is going to really shake some people up. I really think where we have the pieces and I really think that they're gelling from what I've heard. The team, they're really acting really kind of like the football team. They're very cohesive. They do a lot of things together. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really close bond. Um, man, they've, they're young, but they've got so many weapons. They've got so many good pieces coming mm-hmm. in. Um, some young guys that I think are going to be dynamite that are going to blow people away. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I really think it's going to be awesome to see. And then just Gr- Gr- Lady Grizz basketball too, man. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see that dynamic, a new coaching staff, a ton of new players. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to go to the uh, the Grizz cat game and um, I'm trying to get tickets to uh, that basketball game that's right after it. I think they're playing mm-hmm. in Omaha. So uh, Grizz fans out there, don't miss out – Go to cat the cat Grizz game and then go catch the Grizz basketball game. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So
1: it's gonna be a good time. And I think I think you kind of summed it up perfectly, Adam. I mean, realistically, man. Uh last year was a tough year. Uh, yeah. not just for the basketball teams, but just simply for everybody. So yeah. the fact that they're in a, a point of, of growth. They've kind of experienced, I think, the toughest part, you know, with last year. I think this year is definitely going to be on that upward trajectory as far as how good they're going to be is one of those things that I can't really speak on it. You know, my first love was actually soccer, which is quite surprising, but uh, (laughs) it transitioned over to football. So basketball was never really my thing. You know, it was one of the things that I, I would play with the homies on the weekend, and you know what? We'd have a good time doing it, but it was never something that I really kind of considered. And so now that I'm at a point where I kind of look at these sports and how the camaraderie works and how it's its own little world as compared to, you know, other sports, soccer or volleyball or even football, you know, I think it's it's super cool, and I think I think you said it really well. These guys are in a position w- where they're meshing well together. Yeah. And when you see that with a program, it's always something
0: that you're like, okay, cool. That's, that has potential in itself, you know? Yeah. Well, and yeah. just looking at like last year, the it was already unstable with COVID. You know, there was guys, the freshmen coming in that that didn't see the university because they couldn't get out of their dorm room or their apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the end study of, of people leaving in the beginning of the year or the middle of the year or the end of the year, um, I think that it's just going to be more stable this year. You know, I think mm-hmm. with that, and and you can attest to this, you know, if you go su- through something really, really hard with your brothers, you know, you're going to be twice as committed, twice as whatever to, to go yeah. to battle with them. Um, so, you know, I think they've got they've got some pieces. I think that they're really going to su- surprise people this year.
1: And there's a lot of fire there too, dude. Oh, you know, yeah. Like you just said, like you just said we, we we were fortunate enough to interview, interview some of the players, yeah. you know, kind of the uh, past couple months. And so we're obviously working to kind of, you know, provide better content. So we're working on kind of hopefully bringing it back and, you know, doing in-season stuff and if we can't do that post-season stuff. And the uh, same yeah. thing with football and basketball and everybody. So I think uh, just listening to some of those guys' stories and who they play for and what motivates them and... What they're fucking doing it for, dude? I think is is exactly. super. It, it's super something to look forward to. You know, yep. just in, I, I I think it's gonna it's gonna be fun to watch, dude. And so that's what I'm excited. So as far as how good they're gonna be, who knows? That's really up to them to determine. You know, it's too early for me to really say anything. But it's it's something yeah. that I'm hopeful for for the programs. I
0: you know I, I I'm sure we'll do some type of a a, a basketball preview or something like that for Gris Nation. Oh, yeah. But um, I think they're gonna be up there. I think I don't I don't think they're yeah. gonna take a a hit like they did last year um Mm -hmm. i think they'll be up there and man they've got so many games at home this year man if Mm -hmm. you don't go to a grizz basketball game this year you're shooting yourself in the foot you've got so many chances oh yeah yeah. Uh, and some really good games coming your way too with these mid-major games coming your way too so definitely hit up a game hit up three or, or or more so yeah, kind of moving along, uh, Gris
1: Soccer, shout out. Another strong yeah. opening to the season, man. I mean, they're killing it, dude. Oh, they man. always kill it. Yep. Like I said, I, I've said this time and time and again, that program I just have nothing but respect for, man. I think the women that are part of the program are fantastic. The coaches are fantastic. Coach C, I can't even say his last name, so I'm just going to call him Coach C. What an amazing dude. If you yeah. guys haven't checked that episode out, I oh, uh, definitely want to have him back, dude. And also yeah. give a huge shout out to Alexa Coyle. Uh, there was this game against, uh, I don't even know how to say it. Hi, hi, oh, no, 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 no,
0: no. Go ahead, Angel. Try try to Hiberian? say it. Okay. To be honest, I think I fucking said it way better
1: than you I'm going to say that. So I think they oh, played hi, hi, Hiberian women's, or she's playing for Hiberian. Um, yep. and she scored her first goal back in August against yep. I'm not even going to try saying that name. Yeah. And so but they just had a huge huge win against like a record sitting crowd or something like that. So shout out to the girls soccer team, man. Keep doing your exactly. thing.
0: Well, and you know, <clears throat> I watched the game uh last Friday against I believe it was Northern Arizona. You know, they're 1 2 in the in the preseason rankings. Um mm-hmm. that game was you could tell it was a title contending match it was back and forth it felt like a championship game it was you know decided by one goal um and you could just see the mental edge that montana had because they've been there Mm -hmm. and and it was hard i think for northern arizona because they were going to be in the championship game with montana last year and then they Mm -hmm. hit their covid protocols and they were they were eliminated from that championship game and montana got the bid to the tournament um But man, that game was, it was, had some emotions. (laughs) And and so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great, great, great game, great goal, huge goal from way, Mm -hmm. did you see that goal that they scored? I was like, oh, yeah, that's not going in. Oh, my goodness, it just went in. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and man, I mean, like I told you, like I just mentioned a
1: couple of minutes ago, man, soccer was my first love, dude. Yeah. So really, I want to give credit to the sport of soccer in the first place. Obviously, uh, a lot of my relatives play soccer. I, I have people in my family that went to Mexico to try to make it at a professional level. Oh, wow. Um, so it really was an introduction of sports for me. And it really kind of provided that platform to really kind of connect with people. Um, and it was one of those things that when I was a kid, you don't really need, realize you need certain things until yeah. you kind of realize them. And that was subconsciously something that I really needed just to be able to connect with somebody, connect to the next person and sports gave me that opportunity. So that's why even transitioning into high school, that's when I first started really playing sports. It was like, man, like no love was lost during that period where I, where I wasn't playing sports. It was like always subconsciously back in my head. I know I
0: need it. I know I want it and I'm mm-hmm. gonna get there one day. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Well, and then you know, shout out to Grizz volleyball. You know they're they're mm-hmm. back at it. I believe tonight, right?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Idaho mm-hmm.
0: State. So they've been, they've they're... been on a
1: tough streak, dude. They've been on a tough streak, man. But I think uh, I think this is this is gonna be the one. I'm calling yeah. it tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, and they and they've been battling. They have been in some of those uh, those sets that they've been in. I think the last one, I, if it's I believe Northern Colorado, it was pretty mm-hmm. close. Um back and forth so um and i believe northern colorado is in a pretty close to the top uh if not one of the top people in the league so uh i, I think they're really you know like we've said probably before really building a program and they've got that grit down um i think that they yeah. continue continue building um something great there and i i i hope they they break the streak of of not winning one i hope they they get something like that to to you know refuel their 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 momentum and stuff like that because you know it, it's hard losing man and and it gets to, yeah, yeah. you know if you oh, keep yeah. on losing and you keep on you know chugging and, and and doing it and you still don't get the result it can be it can be bad for your mental uh oh yeah man i mean and i think
1: yeah i think i think i mean you could even speak to this too man like you just said yeah. i mean it's tough on the soul dude Oh, yeah. even in uh, day in and day out and just knowing that you came up shirt sure, is there's self-doubt issues man but that's why yep. i think sports in general man are some of the greatest things they teach yep. you some of the greatest lessons without you even realizing it because you got to learn it on the fly you know yep. there's too an influx of emotions all the time for you to really kind of sit down and be like okay what am i feeling you just experience it all at once and then once you step away from the gate completely that's when you know you kind of like oh fuck man some of the best times of my life most challenging times are yep. some of the best times of my life you know It's not until you're done with sports and a couple years more that's when you're really kind of like, dang, I miss it. And then that's when you go – that's when you hop out in the backyard thinking that you still got a little something. (laughs) something, And then you absolutely don't anymore, man.
0: Yeah, you you pull your ham and you're like, oh, man, what the heck did I do? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, man. So, I mean, shout
1: out to that, man. Good luck to Uh, y'all. Hoping for a win. Expecting to hear a win, dude. And just, uh, you know, a a strong – Continuation of the season, man. As long exactly. as they continue having that grit, I think on, they're on the right path.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's being preached to them by their coaching staff, um, and I think it's gonna it's gonna continue. It, that, that Grizz fight, that Grizz grit um, is is gonna it's gonna win it win out. So, yeah, man. Let's talk it, about some Cal Poly, man. Fucking age. First of all, I, I want to know what you thought, uh, Adam. What do you I, think? I, I won that bet. I think thirty nine seven. I think I won that one,
1: bro. Yeah, I was pissed about <laughs> it, but you, yeah, you you got it this time, bro. You got it this time.
0: Uh, so, so what did you think yeah. about the game, dude? Dude, I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous. This game made me nervous going into Eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, Why is that? Well, go go going into this game, Cal Poly uh was allowing what 570 yards Mm -hmm. a a game some crazy total we we got to 354 Mm -hmm. total Mm -hmm. they got to 362 yards so they beat us total yardage um you know they only scored one one touchdown which was ridiculous i think um I don't think that team should have ever have gotten a a score, but um, it showed some holes, some of the, you know, the quick passes, uh, that really, really kind of alarms me because what are we going to be facing in Eastern Washington, but a a, a team that's going to spread you out. Um, And so, and then a lot, holy cow, a lot of missed tackles. I have never seen a Grizz a Grizz team missed so many tackles Um, and that, that hurt us for yardage wise too. You, you would have a guy that was going to bring them down behind the line and um, the missed miss tackle and he gets four yards instead of a negative, negative two. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, special teams was huge. Um, Again, they they did it really well, Um, but the missed tackles and the quick passes, (coughs) excuse me, (laughs) really have me kind of worried about about this game um and just i wouldn't say lazadaisical but you know there there are some huge plays but i don't know i don't i don't know if it was uh just overlooking cal poly and and not having Mm -hmm. that grit it just didn't it didn't feel like the offense was in it Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like they were, they were really, um, really focused for some reason. I don't know. Um, You know, there, there are some holes, there are some great holes on the line for, for some runs. And then sometimes it was like, okay, there's zero holes at all. So it was just, it was so either really, really, really good or, you know, not, not good at all. So it was kind of, kind of has me kind of anxious going into this, this Eastern Washington game. How about you? you know i i could see that anxious feeling for sure I, and
1: obviously this is this is one of those things where obviously i'm super critical you know mm-hmm. i'm their biggest supporter but at the same time you know it is definitely it it was it was not a convincing win for me no and 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 that's not to say anything bad about what we did but i just know the expectations of those guys yeah and knowing i mean let's if we really break it down i mean we got two on special teams one on defense and then as far as offensive output, two touchdowns, Yeah, you know? So it's it's one of those things where I know they're looking at that on the offensive side saying, okay, we need to – if we want to be a top contender and really make a run for this and a stab for it, we got to pick it up, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, a win's a win. Don't get me wrong. Winning is super, super hard. Congratulations on the win. Yeah. We're still in the positives and we're sitting yep. pretty as far as the polls go. But realistically – those expectations, you know, I know that for themselves are going to be way way higher than that. Yeah. You know? So it's yep. one of those things where yeah, 397, I said 50 something, what did I say, 57.0 50, something. 56 like to
0: 56 to 0.
1: Yeah, and and I wholeheartedly believe they could have done that. Like oh, there's yeah. no question in my mind. No. You know that that was a possibility. It yep. was just one of those things where uh, I think a, a little bit of combination of everything kind of took place. You know, I think yeah. uh it was one of those things where uh, they had a big couple wins, you know, and that makes you feel good as a player and as a program. Um, yeah. You kind of think that what you're doing is enough, you know, and, and again, I'm not speaking to them. I mean, I could totally be wrong. I'm just kind of speaking from my perspective. I was put in that situation. I was still playing. You know, yeah. it, it could get to your head, you know, yeah. a place of complacency for certain players. Maybe not the best output because you think we got it. You know, you think it's one of those things where you get comfortable and you think the wins are going to come to you. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, realistic, like you said before, I think it should have been a goose egg on defense too. I mean, that's oh, not yeah. to say they're not playing absolutely lights out. Goodness gracious. Like, I mean, they had a great output regardless. But, I mean, the last time they scored was against – or when someone scored on us was Washington. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect Cal Poly to be the next team to score on us, you know. And so well, and then on top, on I figured top. they
0: would one, Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, for, for and then, and this is just my thing is is that our defense has been playing lights out, mm-hmm. in, in a rare stratosphere. They're not going to be able to continue that the whole year, the whole season. Um, th- th- this week is going to be really pivotal for our offense. The yeah. defense is not going to be shutting this team out. Yeah, you, you it, it, a win on this is keeping them under thirty points. That's that's mm-hmm. my thing is is if you keep the uh, Eastern Washington under thirty, under twenty five, that's a win. That's a win yeah. there. That's yeah. So, um, our offense is gonna have to score some points. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. You know, it's it's not something that you, you you're calling in like the new quarterback and you're, you know, I don't think that's where we're at right now. Um, but something's got, we got to do something um, because it, it, it's not, we're not getting, we're not getting the bang for the buck, man. It's it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just, just looking at like what, what, what we put up, you know, the last couple of years and then looking at what we have coming back it's just not meshing up. It's just not. And so I, I don't know where, and, and you can't judge one thing off of the other, but man, if you look at the red zone, they, they got to the red zone five times. Mm-hmm. Cal Poly did. Mm-hmm. So they were one of five in the red zone, but even that, like that, that's a kind of a, a, a worrisome thing to me too, because up to that point, we weren't letting teams even in the the red zone. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we let Cal Poly in there five times in one game. Um, So, you know, it's time of possession. They won time of possession as well. Um, So, and only 98 rushing yards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That that bothers me too, because we should have, our line should have just demolished them, just Mm -hmm. pummeled them. Um, And so I think that, going into this next game um Eastern Washington um is not known for their physicality usually um on their o- their their defensive line um they're kind of the last couple years they've been kind of um known to kind of be kind of soft in that re- that area compared to other teams um so compared to like North Dakota State or something like that where they're they're known for it uh, so it'll be interesting to see how well they've they've done better to kind of um get better in that area compared to us. So mm-hmm.
1: and uh I think I think overall, you know, we're being super critical, obviously, because we want them to produce
0: oh yeah the best oh, yeah. possible
1: output that they could possibly produce produce. But yeah. realistically, man, I, I'm I'm kinda glad it happened oh, yeah. when it happened. Yep. I think it w- it was one of those things where it really kind of snapped them back to reality. It made them yep. realize, okay, we're not perfect. Yep. We got to get better. Yep. You know, we gotta we gotta be better on offense. We gotta be better on defense. We need to, you know. Obviously, don't get me wrong. They were doing some stuff early on in the game, which we have not seen yet, as far as mm-hmm. I know. You yeah. know, or from what I kind of was remember and was kind of thinking of and just watching some basic you know youtube film on them you know but so they did throw some stuff on us that was a little bit out of their ordinary what they normally do you know Mm -hmm. but it's still it it was one of those things where i'm glad it happened the way it did because i think it it snapped those guys back to reality to let them know hey we got to be better in order to get the job done it's a game of inches and we have to do everything we possibly can do in order to win a game and if we slack off even just a little bit you know, like you said, five red zone trips. You know, thank the Lord. I mean, we have cool. a talented enough team to really stop them. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, they score five touchdowns in a row. Let's just say the defense has a bad day. What does that do to the game?
0: Yeah. You know, it turns out. puts
1: them right back in
0: mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So even and, like – sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no. I, I was just going to say, I mean, even thinking about – you know, uh, kind of transition—not transition on, but just a quick little statement. Kind of the same thing with Eastern, with Western Illinois, a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. You know, Yep. what a first half, and then they took took the pedal off the gas. Yep. You know, yep. took the foot off, took, took the foot off the gas, and then uh, yep. next thing you know, it, it's it's coming down to the wire, man. So just one of those things. is like you know, if we're gonna do it. Let's do it convincingly. You know, yeah. If it's gonna be a game, let's play four quarters of a game.
0: Yep. Well, yep. and it just kind of shows you too. I I hope it pisses them off because like that that's when I think people you know they get it. Like they get pissed off. They go into the locker room like, why 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 are you smiling? Like we won. Yeah, we we didn't play. And I think you know hearing some of the uh, post game conversation with Hauk, um, he was not he was not happy. <laughs> he, yeah. the, he he even said to Riley uh, uh, Corcoran that you know this. I'm glad we got the win, but th- this. This was not a good game by Chris. This was not even close, um, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, which is
1: a uh, fucking promising thing, dude. I mean, that's something yeah.
0: that's something to be kind of
1: as a fan to look forward yeah. to. Yeah, knowing that even a win like thirty-seven or thirty-nine-seven is not convincing enough. You yeah. know, it's not it's not the score, but it's the way that we did it. You know, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: and it's, so it, it gives you something to look forward to for sure.
0: Yeah, one that those expectations are just there, and I think that that. They were there for a while back in the day, and I think they're kind of re-getting to where they were. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, going on to this, you got anything else against Cal Poly? Or?
1: Man, I mean, I just really quickly, man, I, it's fucking cool to know that these guys have such high expectations of each other. Like, mm-hmm. th- this is a super positive thing for sure. It, yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, they you look to your right, you look to your left, and you're like, okay, it's us. This yep. is all we have. And it for a lot of those guys, it's the last time, the last chance. Yeah. You know, my yep. me and my class did everything that we could. And yep. we, we came up short. You know, these guys have an opportunity and it's like that expectation, you know, the the standard is just oh my gosh, it's it it's it's a good thing, man. And so yeah. I'm really looking forward to this week, which we have a big, big fucking game. Adam, who we playing this week? Uh Eastern Washington. What are they ranked? Uh number six. Number six, dude. Number six. I, I was reading somewhere that this is the top. It, well, this is the first time ever where we've had like a top six, you know, kind of game between these two teams.
0: I think it's the it's the. So I I think I read that, and I I, I don't I think it it's it's a little different. I think it's a is the first one that's been in the top six that's been at Cheney or Cheney. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, uh, because I do believe. Um, back a little while ago there was a top 10 i believe mm-hmm. in missoula um mm-hmm. but this game is huge man uh yep. we haven't you know and i i kind of did some research we haven't won in cheney washington since 2008 yeah it's been a long long time they yeah. have a huge like they have a big record on that field as far as yeah. just winning games it's kind of like know, when people we, we haven't play played it since 2016 but you know that that just pisses me off too. Uh, before we even get into that, there's no way that Eastern Washington shouldn't be in every every day every game or every season game for the Grizz. Oh, like, against us? Oh yeah. yeah. Like oh yeah. It should it should be it should be the Montana State and Eastern Washington. And 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 if you want proof, look at how, who who ESPN put on ESPN Plus. Or ESPNU, mm-hmm. they put they decided this was one of their highlight games that for the Big Sky. And what did they do? Oh, they said, oh, it's really actually going to be an even better game, or the the is going to be that. Let's bump them up to ESPN two. So it's yeah. going to be on ESPN two. Um, yeah, I, I hope that the Big Sky Conference says, hey, we got to if we really want to brand our conference, we have to have the best teams playing the best teams Mm -hmm. every year Mm -hmm. we can't we can't just do this you know um everybody plays whatever schedule and you know we don't play eastern washington for two two years it's it's got to be home and home it's got to be you know home and away series it's got to be like that i think so that's just Mm -hmm. my pity party thing that i had to go off of just there but um yeah we got some good football good football i can't wait But it's going to be like, it's going to be like, it's going to be like almost like Pac-12 after dark, man. 8.30 at night.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to be a super late game. And that that was one of the worst things about going on a trip, knowing that you just had to kind of, you know, there was an anticipation of knowing that you had a game. And the thing is, it's like, you know, for the most part, our schedule kind of remained the same, give or take a couple hours, depending on the time of the actual, you know, the game. You know, so we'd be up relatively early. It's not like it would be, you know lounging in bed until two o'clock in the afternoon get up to get to the bus it's just like no you're up you're up at a pretty decent time you know for a, a quick team meeting and then team breakfast and then roll into you know the training room and then going back to your room for maybe in about an hour an hour and a half maybe even two max and i don't even think i ever had two hours you know and then fucking coming all the way back to do, kind of do it all game do it all again and then pre-game and all that type of stuff and you're hydrating and you, you know, you're doing all these different things that you're kind of thinking about instead of just having to, you know, kind of waking up in the morning, being ready, quick team meeting, and then we're out to the game. You know? Yeah, yeah. granted, it gives you a couple more hours of preparation, but the like I, I said this at the beginning of the season, the work's done already. The work's yeah. done already. You yeah. know, all you can really focus on is doing extra, extra film, so which is a good thing, which is a lot of guys do, you know taking advantage of that training room with guys that are kind of injured and nicked up and that type of stuff. I remember I, I, that's the one thing I did like it for because it gave me more time to actually warm my body up, you know, okay. whether it be with their gun or whether it be with, uh, you know, heated pads and stuff like that, or maybe a massage or something like that, or just try to get it rolling like that, you know? So uh, it's going to be a late one for sure. But mm-hmm. damn, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, you know?
0: Yeah. These are the games that you play the games for is, is something yeah. like this where, you know, you're, you're going to remember this game. Um yep. <laughs> and this is gonna be one of those games uh, that will go down deciding the the big sky champion, I think. I think the yep. winner of this game mm-hmm. will have a you know a big lead into who seeding for um, mm-hmm. the playoffs for and for the big side championship. So
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly, dude. So let's give a quick little breakdown of yes. who's Eastern played and who they won. Obviously, starting out the year with a pretty big, in, big win against an FBS team, UNLV, um, which is Coach Houck's last uh, last coaching state. Yep. You know, they ended up going over there to play in Las Vegas um, and ended up winning in overtime 35-33, which is a pretty damn exciting I, I game. I think that's
0: double. Wasn't it double overtime? Was it double?
1: Was it I double? Think it was, I think it was double overtime. You could totally be right, dude. I just remember catching right. the front end of the game and being like, "Oh, this is gonna be a good one." And then I like yeah. switched it over because the Grizz were playing the night too. I think.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, and then I, th- I
0: think they were. I think they were favored in that game too. Were they really? I think they were. Yeah, I mean, just I don't because UNLV is yeah. not the greatest FBS. You know, they've had a hard go at it, but I think they were favored in that one. Uh, but none, none, nonetheless, they they got the two point win and. And oh, yeah, a win to win, dude. A win to yeah. win. So another,
1: an, another win for the FCS man. Like I said, it's just adding to the legitimacy of of conference and you know the type of football that, that we bring to the table. You know, yep. so so good thing for that. That was great. Yep. Another yep. thing was. that was pretty interesting. Uh, kind of moving on to that following week, Central Central Washington, 14 yep. which is really similar to you know kind of the score that we gave them in the springtime. Yeah. You know,
0: yep. moving
1: along, Western Illinois, sixty two fifty six, but at half. They were up a crazy number and western Illinois ended up coming all the way back, yep. even though they kind of fell short. I mean, it was a great effort by them when they had just come off a loss from us. From us. Yeah. Convinced-
0: so Southern yeah. Southern Utah got uh 50 to 21, right? They that was just last week. So oh, yeah. They, and they, they haven't twenty one, dude. Yeah, they haven't even had a, a buy um yet. So they've played, you know, four games, four and Um, you know. Their, their turnover margin is very similar to us too they've got a plus three margin for turnovers and we're a plus four right now so um mm-hmm. but yeah man they have that red field too uh, you know yep. that we're gonna be playing at uh, i know that they're gonna be doing that blackout so they're gonna be it's gonna be all black in the, the stands so um i'm sure they're gonna be that place is going to be packed to the brim. So. so
1: i don't know i don't even know if that's a thing that eastern does just when they played us because when we played them back in 2016
0: obviously uh-huh. they
1: had such a talented roster dude oh my god they were oh, so yeah. yeah yeah they had some real real big time ballers but they they did the same thing it was a blackout game so yeah. i don't know if that's specifically for a certain game of the year like a certain number of the year or if that's strictly because when they play us but i remember mm-hmm. that when we played them we ended up losing and on twitter everybody was going crazy and they were posting. You know, pictures in their black uniform, and it says, "Well, you, you wear black to a funeral." You know, trying to make fun of us or something like that. So I was just like, "Is this a thing <laughs> that you guys do? Is this a tradition?" You know. Huh. And so, I, yeah, I don't really know about that. I mean, but teach
0: his own, dude. Teach his own. Yeah. If so, you if yeah. you got if you got to wear wear a, jer- a certain kind of jersey to get up for a game, then that's hey whatever, whatever you have Tuesday's to do on, get, man. get it up you know you know whatever so <laughs> yep
1: exactly man exactly and so. you know eastern has been good to play good football you know time and time again yep. you know whether it be with Baldwin last year or this year's or this past couple years coach i guess at this point um they've been known to produce some guys and you know have yep. some really strong football and this rivalry has been known to be really good and really fun you know so i'm looking forward to it you know especially bobby's kind of uh the second year back playing those guys. I mean, last time we played them in 2019, man, it, it it was it was a super, a super proud moment. One of the most proudest moments that I've had as a football player. So I'll just kind of take you guys through the story. Yeah. yeah so dude. obviously in 2019 I've I've been crunched with a lot of a lot of personal injuries, you know, a back surgery or hip surgery. And in 2019, it, it it was one of the things that was like, okay, oh I have these lingering injuries but I, I don't want that to define me. You know, I want to be known for something else. Not the guy that was decent, but he got hurt, so now he's not as good, you know? And so during that year, I experienced some more injuries. I actually ended up getting a grade two uh, MCL tear. And if you guys know anything about MCL, they're not necessarily, you know, career-ending injuries, but they hurt like hell. Yeah. And the first one happened when I played Monmouth. So that year we played Monmouth, and uh, there was a nose tackle. He was a big guy. So I stood him up, and then Moses obviously was playing right guard, and I was playing left guard. So Moses come, and we have this philosophy where if nobody comes your way, you got to find work. you got to help somebody out, whether it be the tackle, whether it be the center. So he looked to his left, saw that Cy had stood him up, and he decided to just <laughs> run his whole body into that guy. And at this point, Moses was, you know, 330 pounds, 325. So he's a big, big boy. Yeah. And so when Moses hits, you kind of see people kind of thump. So when he hit him, I was looking left because I was about to go. I had a guy on me, and I was thinking about going to help Beaver to my left, just, just to find extra work. And when mm-hmm. that happened, right, right leg was out. And what it up happened is that you know, side went, Moses went, and that guy all fell into my knee. So my oh. knee kind of kind of bent. It bent like this. Mm-hmm. And so when it bent like that. You know, it, it was extremely. I had never experienced a knee injury like that. So I was like, I instantly, I was like, my career is done. I tore something for sure. Cause yeah. I heard like that grinding noise. Yeah. You know, when you really kind of mess up your knee. So I'm on the ground and I'm screaming because it's extremely painful. You know, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Fuck, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, it's so. And then uh, they get me up. I'm done for that game. Then finding out that I had the grade two MCL tear. Um, And then it happened again in practice. So same kind of situation happened in practice. They, a guy hit another guy a little bit too hard and just happened to be, I mean, it wasn't on purpose, but it just happened to be the wrong place, wrong time. So it happened again. And so it took me out for a couple games out of my senior season. So I wasn't able to play the full 12. I think I played a full 10, but even then for a couple of those, I I was pretty messed up, you know, in general. So I remember I was kind of coming back from this injury and it was one of those things where I want to get on the field. I want to take advantage of my playing time. You know, I want to be here for my guys, you know. And it, it, and like I said, I didn't want those injuries to really define my career. So I was like, I got to finish it out. I got to do something about it. So I remember Jermer asked me, that week up cause I had been progressing pretty well in the training room and I was feeling pretty confident about myself and I was like, okay, am I hundred percent, no, but in the game of football, you're never really going to be hundred yeah. percent. And it was one yeah. of those things, like I said, I, I wanted to push past it. I wanted to take it to the next level and, and represent something bigger. So he kind of asked me, he's like, are you ready? And I was just like, put me in, put me in. And it was one of those things where it was kind of a game time decision situation. Cause I was still in a lot of pain, but I wasn't going to let that stop me from missing this game, especially because I hadn't, you know, Won against Eastern, I think, in my career playing there at that point. So I was yeah. like, okay, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play. I want to play, you know. And so he was just kind of like, okay, well, be ready, be ready. I'll call you, I'll call you, you know. So throughout the game, you know, pacing back and forth, wherever German goes, I'm kind of right behind him, just in case he looks to my right and decides to put me in, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready for these guys, you know. I, there's obviously a little bit of bad blood between the teams, you know. So it's kind of one of those things that makes it just a little bit more fun. You're a little bit more riled up. And, you know, so the first quarter kind of comes about three, 0 we're down, you know, and I'm like, OK, cool. We're taking a little while to get the kind of the hang of things. Let's see where we can go. Second quarter, 14-3. Eastern's us. E- Eastern's up. You know, we were up 3-0, but now they're up 14-3. And I'm like, OK, all right. We make a late touchdown in that second quarter. They come back 14-10. You know, and I'm sitting there just waiting for my chance. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm nervous. Not even nervous, actually. I'm just more excited. I'm more ready at this point. Uh, it was one of those things. It was like, okay, I'm I'm ready to end my career if this is where it's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to go. You know, so uh, waiting for my chaps. Third third quarter hits. First drive comes, and I'm like, when is this fool gonna put me in? Jesus, are you Christ. like hitting I'm him li- on the side of the head? You're like, come on, dude. Like, what are you nope. doing? <laughs> nope that man is on a mission you don't talk to him when he's in game mode especially if you're not on the field so i'm you know i'm I'm kind of trailing and following him and i'm like okay second drive ends in the third quarter and then after that i remember malik brought it back you know just past the 40 because malik's obviously incredible when it comes to the return game yep. and the third drive he calls my name and he just looks at me he's like you ready and i'm like yes sir let's do it so at this point we're down 17 10. you know first place First, first play is a is a pass deming. Second play, Cy and I pull outside. I see the safety and I fucking everything I had. I'm running as fast as I can for like a 315 pounder. You know, I grab the guy, chuck him five yards, and I'm like, okay, give me one of those games. It was one of those games where you just feel it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those. It was. It was. It was the fucking. Most proud moment of probably my football career when it came to collegiate sports, simply because everything I was dealing with, what I had been through. And then fucking the third play comes off. It's a nice little double team with old Beavs, you know. So it's nothing Mm -hmm. crazy. Fourth play comes again, you know. But I see the momentum kind of of start to shift. We're getting some yards. We're having a good drive. You know, on that fourth play, they throw it back to Demi. He's just short of the first down. I remember I get back in the huddle, and I'm thinking to myself, this is it. We're about to change the momentum. We're about to flip. It's about to flip. It's going to happen mm-hmm. this play. You know, it was one of the things that I never said it out loud, but it was one of those things where I was looking around and everybody you could just tell, just like, okay, we're, we're ready for this, you know. Yep. So the fifth play, uh, I had a quick double with Cy. You know, it was, was kind of – it was a pass play. And so we had a quick little double, and then the linebacker came up, and that was my responsibility. It was the nose tackle to the backer. So as soon as the backer comes up, you know, I throw my body on him, and I got a good grip on him. And then I start driving my feet. Even with the messed up knee, I'm like, okay, I'm moving him. I'm driving him downfield, taking him all about three, four, five yards and we're falling down together. So me and him are both falling down together. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know. first it was a great pull. Then it's this great pancake. You know, I, I, I've been blocking my ass off on one-on-ones with, with, the, with the pass blocking, you know? And as I'm falling down, I see Marcus just whoosh, to the right of me, running out the field. You know, and as I'm falling down, this guy, you know, he's kind of one of those moments, he's desperate to try anything. So he grabs my mask and he's pulling it down with me too. So as he's pulling it down, he ends up ripping off my helmet. And as he rips off my helmet, we both fall, we both roll. And I get up and I start, you know, I, I give him like, a, yeah, you know, in his face. I'm in his face yelling at him. And it's one of those things where where, you, it's a look that your opponent gives you. You know like when they know what's about to happen when it's like damn there's nothing that i can do to change the situation because you impose your will on me and and that was the look that it gave me and the rest of the game was history marcus broke for a 45 yard touchdown after that there were scoreless the rest of the second half you know it it was close up into the third and then we started pulling away and it was one of those things where we were level headed the whole way you know it was not something that we overly had to communicate it was just getting the job done Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's a game of inches, you know, and we slowly but surely we got it. We kept going. We got positive yards, and then we took it away, and we just kept rolling with it, you know?
0: Yep, yep. Fucking great. That that just makes me want to, like, watch some football, man. Right. Uh, So, like you said, you know, they've got probably one of the best, uh, if not the best quarterback in the FCS um, with Eric Berrier, um, you know, he, yep. he, he, I believe he's from Inglewood, isn't he? California. Yeah. Shout out the California roots, baby. Yeah. So yep. he is a uh, mm-hmm. Walter Payton award uh, finalist, I, I believe. So that's the top, you know, offensive mm-hmm. uh, player. Uh, he, he has been throwing some balls, man, 425 yards, average, uh, he's also got about 25 mm-hmm. yards rushing, 16 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Um, which you know, Crazy. that 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 kind of surprised me because usually with him, like you could you could get him to turn over some of the the, the ball. Um, and so this year, it mm-hmm. looks like f- for the most part, he's not doing that. Um, so that'll be something to watch to see if we can yeah. we can get him to turn over the ball. So
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things, man, I I hate I hate to admit it, man, but I'm loving how the story is going. You know, yeah. uh, like you had said, I mean, I think he has some dog in him for sure. I mean, kind of the disappointment these past couple of years that he's experienced is, you know, just as a player, I think could definitely add fuel to the fire. I mean, coming over here and then losing that game. You know the yeah. way that our defense kind of imposed their will on him was was pretty big you know he wasn't really kind of get up he's really mobile as a quarterback and we kind of shut that down last or was it two years ago at this point yeah. you know and then also coming second uh runner-up for the walter payton award you know yeah. just thinking about that as a player individually i'm like man okay not good enough not good enough not good enough no you know, like you said, I mean, uh, it was kind of one of those things where you, you would expect more turnovers, you know, but he has this 16 to two ratio, you know, he has yeah. a 69.6% completion percentage, you know, so That's it's nuts. absolutely incredible. So it's one of those things where like, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to his performance. And yeah. I'm looking forward to our performance to see how we match up against a top tier talent like that, because I, I think he's an incredible
0: player. He is, he is. And when you know, he's got the tools and the pl- people around him. He, he, it's not just yes. like him and, and he's doing it all. He's got a plethora of options, you know, um, you know, even they're, they're they're usually have a, a plethora of, of, wide receiver options and they do trust me and we'll get mm-hmm. to them. But one of them that was, that stood out to me the most angel. And I don't know if he did with you, but they're running, running back Dennis Merritt. Stood yep. out the most to me just because of what he's doing. Um, he's kind of like the Swiss army knife for him. He's averaging yep. 95 yards rushing. Um, he's, I believe has another 159 yards receptions. Uh, he's got eight rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. So he's got a, a plethora of, of what he can do for that team. Um, yep. You know, he, I believe you, uh 17th in the nation with 135 per all-purpose yards um Mm -hmm. so he he is coming back i believe is he coming back from an injury yep yep in 2019 he had a
1: a, i guess a season ending injury um and like i said i I mean i'm a big preacher of my injury kind of story you know and so the fact that he's able to come back and produce i mean uh, he's definitely got got some fuel to the fire too, you know. It's yeah. kind of in the same position as as uh, you know Eric. You know, just one of those things where life happens, misfortunes happen. You're not always yep. gonna be the best player, but you're. But now they got their opportunity to shine, and they're fucking running with the dude. You know. Yeah. And so this is not this is not me tooting anybody's horn. It's just that man, I'm I'm a fan of people's stories. I really yeah. am. I think. There's such an incredible power in understanding where somebody comes from and watching them progress to where they're at today, especially if they're successful, dude. You know, so it, it's one of those things where he, he's been impressive to watch.
0: Yeah, well, and then they've got a plethora of wide receivers. Um, uh, Talo Limo Jones is a, I think it's Talolo. Is it Talolo? I would T- assume Tal-ay-lo? Talolo? Talolo. I don't know. I I knew I, looking at that one. I was you're like, not the I man, am dude. gonna say that. You're, I'm just gonna say it with positivity, and I'm just gonna go for it. You're and, not that and, guy, pal. You're not. No, that I'm, guy. Not, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he dude. is. He is a. He is a stud of a wide receiver. Six four two twenty. Um, he's got three hundred forty five rush uh, receiving yards with two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He is fast and he is strong, wow, man. man. Um, they've got another guy, uh, Efton Chisholm. Uh, he really reminds me of, uh, Cooper cup. Just kind of like the, 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 kind of the slot kind of guy. Is, is he the like freshman? A, he's the freshman. Um, okay. that, that they have, he like, an, not like he, he's not an all pro by any means, but he kind of reminds me of him of when he was just starting out, you know, he's got another 300 yards. He's got four touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. and he also does their kick return and punt return as well. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, and then they have Andrew Boston and Freddie uh, Roberson that are their other w- wide receivers that they, they, they use. Um, they both have over 200 yards and they've got a hundred yard, uh, one touchdown each as well. So, uh, man, that is a lot of stats for, yep. for pl- it's not just one player, it's Spread out, yep, across the, the field. well because they
1: have they have they have five players on that team with at least two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's nuts. Yeah, that crazy. is nuts. That's mm-hmm. like Like usually you got like a go to guy. It's like yeah, I have to spread it around a little bit. That's just crazy, yeah. crazy, yeah, crazy. Re-
1: re- really good numbers for sure. And, and um, yeah, man, I I think one of the most underrated kind of stories on that team is that offensive line, dude. I think yeah. uh, that number 65, Tristan Taylor. Yep. I mean, starting 51 games total since 2016. And he was out all of, or missed 12 games in 2018. You know, okay. thinking about me, I was at, I, was, I think I hit that 50 mark, you know, but that was at the end of my career. That's you know, crazy. he's still at the beginning of his career and he has 51 starts when he missed 12 games. That's so he crazy. should have 63, you know, starts at, as an offensive lineman. You know, wow. He's a four-time All Big Size selection, two first-team All-American accolades, dude. And I think I think their their total offensive front. They I think they have 144 some type of game experience or starts on that front line. You know, yeah. so they 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 got they've got that whole offensive package when it comes to on paper. You know how yeah. it's looking so far, but what we kind of match up against them is that we have that same paper on the defensive side. Yep. You know, yep. so this is really going to be a true test you know and and and, and uh, like i said the true testament to to really how good our defense is
0: yeah you know well and this game kind of r- reminds me um and i'm going way back so i'm probably getting the year wrong but remember way back i believe in like the early 2000s when um the st. louis rams played the tennessee titans for the super bowl and yep. that St. Louis Rams team was like, you know, I think they named them like the fastest thing on turf or whatever, and they were, yep. you know, it, it it was not a a brawl, <laughs> it was a defensive struggle at the end. It was crazy, you know. Um, and so I kind of see like this game is not going to be in the fifties and sixties and forties, you know. I think it might be in the or th- the thirty area, um, mm-hmm. but I it, it's going to be close and it's going to be a battle. Yeah. So. Yeah. And another thing, another thing to kind
1: of consider, too, is where I think where we have a leg up on, I think one positioning, uh, special teams. So oh, we will yeah. just name off their yep. special teams guy. He's Seth Harrison. He's from Coeur d'Alene. Uh yep. So Quarter d'Alene, at least for us, has been known to produce, you know, pretty steady athletes with J. Yep. You know, yep. so last year he had an incredible year with 19 of 21 field goals made. He's a freshman All-American. He's been struggling a little bit this year from what I was reading. You know, but I mean, I think that's really going to play a part. I think our special teams is coming out to really have some really dominating performances. You know, when it comes to Brian and Martinez, I think they're doing an absolutely great job. So I think we have a leg up there. Where we also have a leg up where I think so. And this is is really going to depend on how we come out to play on our offensive side. I think our offensive unit is stacked up better when it comes to matchup against their defensive guys. But if we're not, if you don't come out to play... And, you know, what if we kind of perform how we did this past week, I think it's going to be a tougher game to really kind of be able to excel, you know, to yeah. to really be a dominant performance. And it's going to make it a much closer game than it probably has to be. But if we come out firing on all cylinders, I truly believe that defense is going to do the best they can. And they that's pretty damn good football. I think if we come out to play on offense, I think we're going to be able to kind of get that leg up and really transition on to the next level. And really, have, so potentially, I think there's a potential dominant performance if we want it. But I think we thing. could. We got to want it. We got to want gotta,
0: it. Yeah, it's all, it's all about hunger. Um, yeah. You know, I I kind of was thinking about it and kind of going over some of our games and in the last game too. And uh, like some of my keys to the game that I want to see um, I can't wait for this game. Cause I'm just like, I wish it was tomorrow um, okay. is our defense and their defense. Okay. So is it bend don't break. Okay. So who, who's going to bend and who's going to break? Who's what, what defense side is going to show that? I think we have the leg up in that our defense is going to be uh, a whole lot better than their defense. Um, but fans don't need to freak out that they scored on us two or three times because they're they're going to, this isn't going to be a team that's going to be shut out. I would be surprised if this team ever got shut out. That's just how talented they are. Um, And it's nothing against our defense. I just don't, I don't see it. Um, Mm -hmm. This team getting shut, shut out. Um, So don't get alarmed. If you see some points scored Um, also with every great you know offensive juggernaut you've got to control the game the, the way you yep. control the game is up front so we've got to have our big guys have that And and you've said it uh angel that dola men- mentality right you, mm-hmm. you, we've got to have our big guys um win up front control the game run the ball well don't give it back to them have those long those long series where we're getting points and then giving them the ball back, um, win the time of possession. Um, but also just really winning that time of possession, but man, really making them feel it. The physicality. I want Grizz physicality. I want them to go off the, the, the field and be like, Oh dude, I am dead tired. I can't like offense, please slow it down and do some cause cause that's what's going to happen is, is their, their defense is going to be tired if they're not, if they're not getting them rest kind of like same with us mm-hmm. too. So um, and then also, you know, forcing Barry to turn over the ball. Now he hasn't done that this year. It doesn't mean that he will continue that it, Hey, he might have an, and good for him if he has, and he's kind of solved that problem. That's awesome. But you know he hasn't played the, you know the teams um, as some other people have said that we haven't played the teams and so we can sh- uh, share it with them too. They haven't played the the defensive teams as well, um, so that's going to be interesting to see. Um, and just be ready for for Eastern Washington for the and and I know the coaching staff will have that done, but the quick passes they're gonna they're gonna try to exploit that and i know that mm. the the cornerbacks and and everybody are going they're going to be ready for that um and then just limit those big plays limit those big plays and limit just some of the emotional it, it's going to be heated it's going to be but have that that mentality of not getting those penalties because i think that could be something to um, a, a drive killer of, of something like that, too. So those are just yep. some of the keys that I was kind of looking at, Angel. I don't know if you have any that, or if you agree with any of those that, that you heard from me, but, uh, yeah.
1: No, you, you definitely make some points, man. I think uh, there's there's certain aspects to the game. You know, obviously, I, one that I don't think you mentioned is a turnover battle, you yep. know? It, it, I mean, it's, it's proven time and time again to really kind of change the momentum of a team, momentum yeah. of a game. You know, so I think us getting to a point where we're forcing turnovers and preventing turnovers and getting these long drives, like you said, time of possession is going to be huge because the longer we're out on the field, that's how you know that we're taking care of business on the offensive side. When it comes to the defensive side, getting off the field, that's the most important, you know, especially, you know, if, if you want to go up against a team and you don't want to gas yourself out, you know, because, I mean, I've been part of some teams where, you know, offense doesn't perform and the defense has to step it up. And that takes a toll on them. That takes oh, yeah. a toll on them for the rest of the season. They're tired. It's exhausting. And, you yep. know, they're built for three and outs. You yep. know, they're built for three. They prepare for the longest drives ever, but they're built for three and outs realistically, you know. Yep. So I, those are just a couple of things just off the top of my head, man. At the end of the day, man, I mean, and and this is, this is for, I guess, both teams to really consider. No yep. one's coming. You know, no one's going to help them. You know, no one's going to push you to work harder. No one's going to force you to go into the training room and do those extra things. No one's forcing you to, you know, make sure you hydrate properly and you you get your fluids up and you get off your feet when you need to. And, you know, take care of your schoolwork so it's not on top of your mind, you know, come game day. No one's going to challenge you like yourself. You know, so it's really on each individual person to do their job. You know, if they're not doing the job, they owe everybody on that team, you know, one because yep. they're, they're not taking care of it, you know? So in really uh, life gives you whatever you ask for it, you know? So if, if that's truly what somebody wants, you know, and they speak it to to fruition and they manifest it and they work towards it every single day, man, it's gonna happen regardless yeah. regardless of what happens, you know? It's gonna happen because you, you work for it, you know? And I, and it, it's one of those things where it's, I'm fucking ready for them to, to go at it with each other. You know, I'm ready for it to be yep. a good game I'm ready for it to be a challenge. I want there to be, you know, when the the game's sitting done, to be mistakes so we can go back and be like, okay, we want, but let's get better.
0: Exactly. Well, and I, I think this is going to be a, a, a great game for both teams, but a great game for the conference as well to, to show out. Um, so I'm hoping for that. Um, and I'm just hoping for a win so that we can just hold it over Eastern's head. Um, because yep. I'm ready for that. <laughs> That'd be nice, huh? Oh, That'd be nice man. to have a little win. Uh, we at next week,
1: man. What's that? Yeah, be able to brag about that a little bit next oh, week.
0: Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, where are you watching the game this week, Adam? I'm watching it. in My well, I have to. I I, I am. Right, I'm huh? still under quarantine, so I will be I on my couch. It, yeah. I wonder if yeah. someone can like bring me beer. Like, I can't go out and get beer. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a yeah, I'll find something. Yeah. So one of the um, homies, man,
1: you gotta have one of the homies bring it. The,
0: there you go, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one thing that we didn't get to. Do you have anything anything else you wanted to get to, Angel? Uh, not necessarily on the Eastern
1: Washington side, man. I think okay. uh, I'm just excited for the game, dude. I think we did our I due am. diligence, and I'm ready for a good game. I really am.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, one thing we were gonna actually have this, and we totally, I totally forgot. Um, but we did have a listener come up with a question for us that he wanted our, our input on. Um, so, listener, uh, Robert, shout out to you, man. Thanks for get, getting a hold of us. Uh, we love having you uh, contact us, man. A really great guy from uh, the Pacific Northwest out in the Washington area. Listen to us there. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Thank you for supporting us. His question was kind of getting a new Grizz tradition um, enacted. Uh, so the new tradition, kind of like the 37 tradition, but it's a little bit different. So it would be number zero gets passed down from Omar Hicksanu to his mm-hmm. choice of out of state player. Who else Ooh. would be better to start this? So dude, uh, you, you want to go? You want to hit this first?
1: Robert, <laughs> first of all, thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. Uh, for the support, but realistically, it's it's not tied to the university, man. It really yeah. isn't. And, you know, there's there's a there's a reason for the thirty seven. Yeah. There's a reason for you know for it to be passed down specifically to a Montana a Montana Montana kid. You know, yeah. there there's a reason for those types of traditions. And so, I think could it be something within the team? Yes, but could it progress to the level of importance as like a thirty seven? Hell yeah, no. no. You know, it it it, it it'd be awesome. You yeah, know, if I had the opportunity, someone someone passed down the number zero to Big me. zero to you, buddy. <laughs> let me let me tell you this, I'd rip the shit out of the jersey. <laughs> but but I'd take it gladly, man. But it, it's one of those things where mm. I think I think the what makes this place so special is that we have traditions that yep. adhere to only Montana standards. Yeah, you know. You know, uh, even after the game when we start yelling the beat chant, you know, that's a special thing that's not going to go away, you know. Uh, The number 37, you know, some of the traditions that we say, some of the sayings that we say on the field, you know, that term Montana Tough specifically is tied, you know, to to stay within the state. It's not like USC is going to go and, and, you know, bring them out there and ask for those traditions, you know. And by the way, somebody was saying that the fight on, we took it from USC. No, 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 no. You guys got to understand this for – First yep. and foremost, let, it's, let me just say this really quickly. You know, when somebody says fight on, it's supposed to be followed or go Grizz, it's supposed to be followed by fight on. Yep. Okay. So those two terms are tied together. It's not, it's not single. It's not just fight on. It's go Grizz, fight on. So if you walk past somebody down the street, someone says go Grizz, the other person is supposed to say fight on. Right on. Yep. So that's my little two cents. That's my little two cents. For, the, for those of you that don't know, that that that's what we're trying to do with that okay and so don't be thrown off and thinking that we got that from USC, you, you know because it's our own little thing
0: yeah well and, and and i if if people think that that's where i got the podcast name it wasn't it was i i had no clue like so sorry I, I, usc fans i had no clue that you, that was your thing um i was yeah. just thinking of the the, uh, the month yeah. Montana to the, the grit, the fight and just, I wanted to fight on Just well, Let's just fight on. Mm-hmm. No, no recollection of, of the Grizz saying it. No recollection of the USC saying it did just, I just came up with it. So, um, yeah. but yeah, uh, for going back to the Grizz tradition, I, I, I totally agree uh with you, Angel. I, I I don't think it's gonna be something that is gonna be highly publicized. I don't think it's gonna be like a whole kind of uh push from the university. Um I think mm-hmm. that uh it would be kind of cool it would be nice the, the team the it team did it that would nice. be yeah it would be it'd be it'd yeah. be awesome. to get those other, yeah. you know, um out of state guys some recognition. Um but yeah I I, I, I don't I don't see that happening. Um it would be cool, but I, I don't think it's happening. Um,
1: yeah. You know what I think? I think it also it, it provides like a, another layer of motivation for those guys that are not in state. I mean, realistically yeah. thinking, you know, it was one thing that I wanted to prove myself to the state. I wanted yeah. to prove myself to the university. You know, I wanted to make those fans proud. So it, it's one of those things that I wear as a badge of honor to know that hey, I earned my place here at this university and I contributed what I could when I was there, you know? Yeah. And I think it's it's some things that stay the same because it, they're so impactful and so meaningful. And I think some of the traditions that were, all the traditions that we have for the most part, you know, I think they're meant to stay and they're mm-hmm. meant to be exclusive in that world, you know?
0: Well, and I think, you know, Montana is, you know, known for tradition it has its traditions for football it it, it's not going to just make new traditions just off of a whim um because you know then then you're kind of playing yourself into uh not being a solidified you know football giant you're creating Mm -hmm. all these traditions and then they're really not traditions if you're just creating one and creating another one um so i i don't think it's happening it's a great idea I, I love the idea um I just don't think it's possible yeah so yeah
1: I don't think so either man I don't think yeah. so either
0: well adam what else you got to say my my friend uh well I, I can't wait for some football on Saturday at 8 30 if you guys are uh having nothing to do go on to espn2 and click uh, on the game and watch some football man. Uh, I will definitely be doing it. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna make the trip out? Or are you watching? Oh, or are you no, watching oh,
1: yeah. buddy. Bro, I'll, I'll probably watch it just either at the crib or maybe like a local restaurant or something like that. So I don't know yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. I want to watch it somewhere, and I don't want to yeah. watch it on my phone. I just haven't really figured out where I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, because I do know that I work on Saturday. Uh, it's a late game, so it'll give me a chance to after the game to kind of really or I guess all Saturday to really kind of figure out where the hell I want to watch it.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think
0: it, it's gonna be an awesome game and I can't wait for it. And yeah. man, we got we got some big games coming up uh this next yeah. next couple of weeks. So um yeah. I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh hey guys, you know listeners, thanks for supporting us, guys. Can't can't thank enough um you guys supporting us, uh reaching out to us and, yeah. and just just wanting to you know hear us and stuff like that. So uh, like always, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, you know, Apple or Spotify, uh, anywhere else you, you could probably find us. Um, and also, just get a hold of us, guys. Um, get a hold of us by giving us a like. Uh, you can get us on Twitter and Instagram and our Facebook page. Hit us up there. Hit it up, uh, myself and Angel, no matter what. So, uh, mm-hmm. we, we want to hear from you. Make this something that you guys are uh, really a proud of, and, and something that if we're not hitting something that you guys want, let us know. We want to, we want to try to get stuff that you guys want to hear. So.
1: Yep, exactly, man. And I think I just want to end on the last two things. I just want to give a couple of shout outs, man. Um, Mr. Cook, Mr. Dylan Cook, man. I just want to say congratulations. You know, yeah. if you ended up watching the episode, man, I mean, being a, a you know, all American, uh, Heisman finalist and when it comes yep. to academics, I think it's a huge, huge accomplishment, man. And being able to represent your family like that, man, your story is absolutely incredible. We hope to have you on the podcast one day, man. I'm just, exactly. I'm just super proud to see where you started to where you where you're at now, and I just, I'm praying for continued success, man. I think that's one of the coolest things ever, ever, and you should be extremely proud of that for you and your family, man. Um, one one final shout out, one final shout out. Um, on one of my closest friends, Mister Jerry Lou McGee jay lou himself he just announced this week that he's uh you know he's expecting a second child man so that's awesome i I think I think that's one of the most beautiful things, man, yeah. being able to call yourself a father and, and be able to, you know, give good into this world, you know, just by parenting. I think it's one of the most beautiful things ever. And I think he's the guy for that, man. I think his his soul is amazing. I think his heart's amazing. And I'm just I'm grateful to know him as a person man, because he inspires me in a lot of ways and he pushes me, you know, in a lot of ways, too, man. So congratulations to you, J. Lou. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for you and your family, bro.
0: That's awesome! Congratulations yeah. to those guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man. Till till the next time, we we got some. Yep. We got some cheering to do, and uh, hopefully yep. we'll meet up and we'll uh, have a, a a win to talk about.
1: Oh yeah! Let's go! Go Grizz, baby! Go Grizz! Yeah.